Hey, what's up, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Journey with Josina. I'm your podcast host, Josina P, and this is episode two, season two. And I'm really freaking excited about this episode for many reasons. I've been wanting to collaborate with a lot of women, and I was just telling so today I have a co-host and I was just telling her that this is like kind of like the boss babe edition because I have a list of just just boss women women who know what they want they're out there chasing something for themselves something that they want to accomplish with themselves love themselves and I love that and like I was telling my co-host today um, that we're in a day and age where we're in social media so the way that I found my co-host today, I've met her recently. Today is our first time actually just sitting here and like getting to know each other and like chopping it up. We've really just been having an online like friendship and then just kind of grew from there. But um, so I found her through her own podcast. She has her own podcast. It's called That's Just My Opinion. And this is Marlene. Hold on. Hey guys. Yes. Hello, hello, hello world. Um, my name is Marlene and I am actually the host, well now only host of That's Just My Opinion podcast. Yes, that's right, because the first time that I found Marlene in her first season of That's Just My Opinion, she had a co-host, Tracy. Shout out Tracy. Shout out. Uh that's been I've known Tracy for a long, long time. So and I'm also like a person that I believe that everybody has a purpose and just the connection. I was just telling you how like that connection in itself is so beautiful. I was able to find you. So shout out to you, shout out to Tracy for you guys continuing like the podcast and then you even being here today just chopping it up with me and even continuing to do something that you started and loved to do from the beginning i do i do so um first of all i really had not noticed that we we literally just have an online friendship yeah like i really i really came into your house today and I was like, I don't know this person, but I will go to her apartment and I, I will take champagne. I know. I was like literally, I mean, not surprised, but just appreciative that you even allowed yourself to be here and like be in my home, share your time, share your energy. Because I, I know like, I mean, I follow you, so I know what kind and I don't know you, but I kind of know what you vibe with, what you're about. And I'm, I'm also very like keep my my energy. You posted something today, so it's something like just you you your time and your energy is very valuable so who you share it with is very meaningful to you i i know that for it is for me so like i said i'm very appreciative that you even allowed yourself and trusted me to like come in here and that is so true that that's so true actually um i have i mean not i mean yes that my energy and my time is very valuable but i mean also is yours yeah but you 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 protect it like you're very like like you and And i I get that right to be actually i try to be so this is a very new thing to me this is very new year new me you know new goals 2022 you know whatever whatever being a a girl and just being out here yes and um it's it's definitely something that i told myself i need to work on just because last year i don't want to say my time was wasted at all because you always learn from every experience right you don't start from zero you start from experienced and um i did have a lot of situations where maybe i could have been a little bit better with my timing and a little bit better with who i give my energy out to and who i don't i know so that's something definitely that i have been struggling with before 
But as we grow, um, I mean, I'm 25. So, you know, I, I grow every day. I grow every day. But I'm very, very happy actually to be here and be able to record this because we've been talking about this for the longest time. Yeah. And to be honest, we've been talking, having so many dope conversations that we like we, we kept just We're talking. followers of each other. We literally yeah. are followers of each no, other. No. And I was I was going to say, like, it's um. I'm also like that. Like I protect, but I also learn because como dices tú, you go through those times where you learn on who to give your energy to. And sometimes, dude, sometimes it's okay. Things happen and that's how you learn. And that's how you learn to, to protect, to put those boundaries. That's to the do only better. way you learn to, to learn. do better. You go through it. And yeah, one favorite quote that I like, I just told my sister in order to get through it, you have to go through it. So you have to like get through those tough times in order like to get to the better you, the better version of you. And to be honest, sometimes you just have to put yourself out there. Like you have to, sh you have to, so that way you can grow and learn from people, yep. you know? And so like I found your podcast and like I was telling you, like I, I love podcasts and I, I tell my sisters and my mom, like I listen to different podcasts. Sometimes I'll tune into like some educational ones. Sometimes like yours is very like girl vibe, very like, let's just talk and share your opinion. And everyone does have a different opinion. And I love that because sometimes even though you're not used to hearing it, you're like, wow, like that's something different. That's you see it from a different different perspective yeah and sometimes it might make you like to the point where it makes you think why you think the way you do and just like oh okay like yeah i totally get that so i listen to podcasts differently and i love yours i love your guys i love the vibe and i follow you and we like i said we've had an online relationship to the point where you hype and and it's easy to have an online relationship but i feel like yours is very genuine to the point where you've messaged me and like it take it, it might not take a lot but i do think it takes a lot for people to be like hey like i like you're doing I good i remember you yeah like, i remember I love you that. i'm reaching out yeah like i remember at one point you um you sent me you you listened to one of my podcasts and you said that the change one i remember that yeah i and, completely remember and that. i appreciate that because pues, it, it just means a lot you know what i'm saying so um I'm all about women empowerment and I see that in you and I appreciate that and and I'm all for it like I and I wanted also to create this space where we sh we I like dude I put my I put people on your podcast I'm like go like it's so funny it's so cool so that's great and we really appreciate that honestly um it's a dream that I've been wanting to make happen for like ever that I love it. like a year but yeah. um uh, it feels it, like forever though it feels because like forever yeah because you're so passionate about it and, and you you're just dreaming it, and then your mind just starts going like here and there and like what else can we do and what else can we do and what else can we do and you know you have the passion for it which is exactly why you end up doing what you end up doing and yeah. you end up doing a good job because if you're passionate about what you do it's gonna come out maybe you know it needs a tweak here and here and do this or that and it's it's always it's always a work in progress. Yeah. Like whenever period. you feel so much love for it, the work is not work. You know, yeah. like it's kind of like no, but I want to do it. And anything we do though, like you have to. Every, and this is a quote, literally so cheesy, but it was in the LBJ locker room, dude. Stop. It said, uh, "Every beginner was every pro was once a beginner." Yeah. So you really don't know what you're doing, but you're you continue the passion for it. Same thing with the podcast. Like I was just telling you a little bit earlier that like i wasn't gonna continue the podcast because i had so much on my plate i had so much responsibility and like we were saying to me the podcast is really like a passion project it's it's something that i love to do it's a hobby um so 
but I also work and I'm also a single mom. So I and I felt like I had a lot on my plate the past couple months. No lie, has been really, really hard. And I had a lot on my plate, period. So I really prayed to God and I was telling him like I prayed to God and I asked like whatever is not for me, like take it from me so that I can just really put my time and energy on the things that really mean what they mean. And I and like I said, like I do this as a hobby and and i and i prayed on it for for a while and i had one one pray one pray where i like cried to god and i said like this is a passion project if it's not for me it's okay if i take the time and i also told god like you know it's in my heart you know that i love to do this but if it's not for me like allow me the like allow that resistance like for me to let go of it if it's not for me just to put a pause like i also didn't want to like I wanted to continue, but I had the expectation of like, let's do it. We had to do it now. And I wanted to allow myself to be with okay, not doing it now or like lowering my expectations just so I can do something that really, truly makes me happy. And I was telling you earlier that like an hour after that, an hour after I had prayed to God, my cousin messaged me. Um, so shout out to my cousin Juana. She messaged me. And she's like, hey, girl, you've been telling me to listen to your podcast. And I listened to it today. She's like, and I just want to thank you so much because you're so young. You inspired me. Like, I'm, I, I appreciate you putting. And I was like, dang. Como. And you're like, yeah, exactly. Period. That's why I told you to Dude, listen to it. I literally cried. And I just like looked up to God. And I'm like, wow. Como. That was your sign. So reassuring. Yeah. So yeah it takes a lot because you and you and i feel like we ourselves we set our expectations because we get so in-depth into it like i learned so much about podcasting when i first did it it was really like i didn't even know what i was doing but i'm like i want to try this thing let's go for it and but like you said you you keep you learn as you go so it's you you're just gonna keep getting better like yeah and i mean it's if you put in the love and you put in the work you're definitely going to start uh, getting better and succeeding and there's also this other very cheesy quote that's like you can be talented but the hard worker is always going to like overpass the talented you know like yeah. you don't you're, you don't just have to be talented you also have to want to make the time and put in the work yeah, and you have to. because that's i mean that's the really big part of the dream and i feel like a lot of people don't realize that whenever they, they tell the you success. you can do everything you want you can do everything you want you can be whoever you want to be as long as you put in the work and you're determined to get there and you can see all of these really big podcasters like it, it takes them a little bit longer like it takes them years you really have to do this and you have to do that and sometimes you get your break but if you stop you're gonna lose your break like you need to continue you need yeah to continue. you need to push through exactly yeah you need to be constantly there because if you're not constantly there you just won't get anywhere. Yeah. So this right now is your sign. If you are listening to this and you're like, fuck, like I have been really procrastinating and putting something off and I don't really want to do it because whatever your excuse is, this is your sign to do it. To just do it. To just do it and yeah. to put in the work because a really big thing of mine is I know I'm gonna be big. I'm gonna I'm gonna be big. I'm gonna be successful. I'm gonna be very wealthy, Period. generational wealth. Period. Like we're all gonna make it big. We're all gonna be good, and we're all gonna be like I talk about. I talk about this with my roommate every single day. Literally, like we wake up with like, damn, I'm really gonna make money today. Like, period. And that's like that's what you want to do. Yeah. But whenever you get to that point, you have to realize that you really did that. Like you really put in like all this work. And, it, and you did it because you want to do it. Not just because you got lucky or because like you need to do, put in the work so you are able to do 
whatever you said you were going to do and just follow your dreams. And if it's not your dream, it's always okay to go back. Like yeah. it's always okay to start over because well, it's and it, it goes back to the expectation because like for example let's just put in a simple example of working out right a lot of us want to work out but we set this we see we see online how they're putting in like you i don't know for me it took me a while like to even get there because i'm like fuck and then you miss one date that we does and you're like fuck and then you just let it go but no you got to keep pushing through and like i told my sister like every day is is a privilege to to like i tell her like you don't have to work out like you get to work out like yeah. you have legs you're good but if but if you truly can't it's okay like learn to see because we all have different ways of going about so what you see on social media you want to be like that but you're like i'm not there yet so that we does that we does like some yeah. people do and don't you know like and sometimes because it's hard to be in a healthy in a healthy place to make sure that you're being active you're eating healthy and sometimes when you have a lot of responsibilities like being a mom or if you're going to school probably the biggest responsibility of all of them is to be a mom well yeah i mean <laughs> even if you have a family larry i mean i'm everybody has their own like their own struggles i'm sure and one thing i've told my sisters is like don't discredit your own struggle just because it's not as worse as someone else like you whatever you're going through is very valid like find a way to get through it because only like at the end of the day only we know how to like get ourselves out of our own our own like hole sometimes yeah. it feels but then i will say sometimes you do have to hit rock bottom to make so that you only because only you can get yourself out and sometimes it takes you to like really get to the lowest lows in your own way to know like i don't want to be here anymore like i'm gonna put in the work or i'm gonna do xyz it's funny that you mentioned that um just because i feel like i have been in contact with a lot of people that feel like they're like touching like low like low 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 level yeah. but not even a bad way like not even like oh i feel so sorry for that way like yeah um a, a really big thing i had last year is that i want to save everyone like I want to save everyone and I want to save them from everything. And I just want to be like, yeah. I have this and, and my therapist always says that I have this thing that I have like a parenting syndrome. So even for, cause I don't have kids. I mean, I have a step kid, but like, I don't really see him as frequent as like for him to be my kid kid, you know? And I still parent everyone around me. Like I parent my boyfriend, I parent my parents. Like I literally parent my mom. Like I'm, I'll literally be like, mom, are you sure you want to do that? Are, <laughs> or, or do you really want to do that? Or do you just feel like you're, I don't know, struggling or you're going, you know, lonely or you're like, I literally parent my mom, which is not the greatest thing. It is not the greatest thing. Yeah. But going you're back self-aware though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well now I know, but I mean, going back to the whole thing, um, in 2021, it was really hard for me to like, just let, people let go of people let and like, let them be their own people. Yeah. And that they're gonna make their own mistakes and that i can't save them from that and it goes back to what you were saying you know if she doesn't want to be saved she doesn't want to be saved period are, you, are like, you an older sibling yes so are you the oldest i'm the oldest that is why from, i'm the oldest I'm, so i'm the oldest sibling from two boys and two girls which were my siblings that we ended up adopt adopting in laredo after because i know you mentioned that you don't really know anything about me so i was gonna give you a little yeah i was i was little, uh, i was telling you i was like we're literally sitting down summary. and we're getting to know each other so yeah let, let, um, let us know like where you're yeah, from so like. after i came to my stalker's house to record this episode <laughs> um <laughs> from my you know my online friend um I, we were talking about how she doesn't really like know much about me. So I'm going to go ahead and give you a quick summary. Yes, 
Um, so I was born in Chicago, raised in Monterrey, and then I moved to Laredo in 2016. So I have not been in Laredo that long, but I feel like I adapted to Laredo in a very fast way. And actually, your whenever fami- you, like your family, basically you you guys started a living there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I don't have much family in Laredo besides like one of my like great aunts, and then I have cousins, and then I have like another tia, and then like I maybe I have like ten. 10 family members that's dope though because you go often though so you and you you started your business there but the thing is that okay so whenever i moved there we moved because my mom didn't want to be in monterrey because it was getting really dangerous and then she's like but i don't necessarily want to go all the way back to chicago because it's a you know it's it's a little bit far away Mm -hmm. so we're like okay well we'll start in laredo and my youngest sibling he's actually born in laredo so it was like you know we're going back whatever and I'm not gonna lie. Whenever I moved to Laredo, I hated it. I yeah. hated it with a passion. Why? I would it literally cry like almost every day. Just, it just—it was like the culture adapting. Like it was it just was, a different environment. So whenever I moved, I was like maybe 19, 20, okay. and I started at LCC, right, main campus. And everyone in Laredo has their cliques. Yeah, that's everyone. Because you made them. You, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure you, you know half of your friends since like kindergarten i get you yeah it's like we were born everybody knows we were born on the same day we were at the nikki together like literally i have had so (laughs) many fucking people i know dude everybody knows everybody yeah and be like oh i've known her for 20 years yeah or if you're like bitch you're 21 or like let's let's, let me just put this one out there it's like i'm i don't know her but she's my cousin's friend cut like you just she always used, know she used to date my ex but also sister with one of my best friends that's and laredo dude literally that's literally laredo. so whenever i moved to laredo yeah. i was this girl from like big cities because chicago is a really big city yeah. and then monterrey is a really big city so i and also i'm the oldest sibling and also i moved a lot which means it got to a point where i just kind of just knew how to make friends like i could that's i can dope. literally just walk up to anyone that's and dope. try to make some type make of conversation, conversation yeah right. like I, I, and, and I feel like that's also has to do with why I can talk to so many random people on this podcast and just be like, hey, bestie, you know, ah, dude, it's so crazy you say that because to be honest, I don't know if it's like, like, I feel like I'm sort of antisocial, like my out of my sisters, they say that I'm the most sociable, like I can be out and I can simply make, make a conversation. friends. Yeah. But I also feel like it's more of an energy. If I feel comfortable enough to talk to you it'll easily be from it'll be easy for me to do so but i have been i do have moments where i don't feel comfortable when i really try to ignore this person like i make zero contact just because i don't want to chop it up you know yep. so i don't know i'm like 50 50 <laughs> i don't know what i know i'm a very i definitely consider myself like a very like just sociable person i love that but there's also like a limit right like mm-hmm. i will only be like a, a certain amount of social right yeah, yeah but whenever i moved to laredo i had i had a very hard for making i had a very hard time making friends just because i moved to lcc or well i didn't move to lcc you I started there. was at lcc yeah. but i actually lived downtown so kind of next okay to LCC. yeah <laughs> and um that by the way i completely refuse to call it lc college you didn't know that now it's like now it's it's changed now it's called laredo college because it's not a community college anymore because they offer four-year like oh i didn't know that yeah so now it's called lc oh okay so now whenever you like talk to like younger people they'll say lc LC." girl it's same thing happened to lbj something happened to lbj okay lcc 
from one from 2012 to like fucking 2015 it went from lbj to now being like johnson high school all of a fucking sudden and i'm what? like yeah like I that sort I of thing heard that word. well i, I mean that if you're not i think only lbj people will get that Probably. you know but no but okay going back to you so, starting yeah, so lcc right um i i like got got into you know my different classes i took like you know some basic classes because i came from a mexican high school so i had to take like certain remedials right mostly algebra because i'm not that bright in math <laughs> and um i took like algebra and like algebra 2 and like calculus and whatever and whenever i got there everyone like had their little clicks like everyone was sitting next to their friends yeah i can everyone, see that and everyone was like 18 or like oh, 17 because okay. you know you just get out of high school you yeah go going to college, college and then you end up going to utsa or like ut or AM or whatever right so i was over here like the only 20 year old right and i was gonna turn 21 like the next year and this was like august september right 2016 so i'd be like oh hey did you understand what the teacher was saying or like and they'd be like oh yeah you have to do this and this and this and they just like give me like the information just leave right and it wouldn't <laughs> no it wouldn't be like oh I, where are you from like or like they, yeah they wouldn't want to make or like you know like they weren't rude but they weren't nice trying to make friends yeah like, they weren't nice either yeah so i remember like my friends in monterrey i was like damn like we're really out here like just being friends with everyone and like no one wants to be my friend <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like what do i do and like it was dude it was, it was really tough. hard like i would literally call them and i'd just be like i fucking hate this school like I hate it because I used to go to college in Monterrey and like you're like if you're from the same college like you're just a huevo you're carnales already like oh, you're just I you're just that. homies right yeah. which happens now with like your four year colleges like everyone that goes in A and M yeah just you know secta you know like everyone's in a fucking like I just talk to A and M people it's so funny because I was talking to someone about this yesterday but um I had a very hard time making friends at in Dorito and. Whenever I finally started making some friends, I met my sister, who, like, my mom ended up adopting, like, months later. So the way we were, like, friends was because she was from Saltillo and I was from Monterrey. And that's, like, an hour away from each other, two hours away from each other. So it was, like, it's kind of, so now it happens to me with, I'm from Laredo. Oh, my God. I'm from the Valley. And, like, puro pinche 956. Like, yeah, you get so true. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So that's kind of, like, the same vibe versus, yeah. like, Monterrey Saltillo, right? Yeah. So it was, like, oh, my God. Like, I'm also from Mexico. So, like, that's how we started our friendship. And then we ended up, like, being siblings. And, like, they moved in with us. Like, her and her smaller sister. And, like, my mom adopted them. And so, like, those are my siblings. Yeah. So once I started gaining one or two friends in Laredo, once like they gave me the in it yeah. was like it was easier i'll, intru I'll introduce, introduce you to my you. friends Dude, and then so from crazy. there on i started like meeting more people and like meeting new friends and like that's why like now i feel like i'm very 956 yeah. but at the same time not too much so so for example today you were talking to me about some person some name and i was like oh my god what's that last name like oh yeah it, yeah right yeah, like you you you're always like wait i think i know, I know them. them like you're always like i think i know them i think yeah. i like went to kindergarten with them or like stupid <laughs> shit it's like so that. true and, it, yeah. and that's very laredo that's it very is. laredo and that's something that it really took me a long time to like get used to so now yeah. that i meet other people that are not from laredo i'm like yeah, I get it. Don't worry about it. You don't have to be part of the cult. Like, it's fine. Dude, it's so true, though. But I think it's... it's So, Laredo, I feel like it's their... Like, it, 
it's different in itself like even so i had i moved out i moved out 2015 and i moved to dallas so and i only go back for holidays so i'll maybe for sure for sure always be there once a year but sometimes two three times just depending because i have all my family i was born let's go to and dallas huh? let's go drink i know dude so i heard they have really good restaurants they do dude it's it's so the reason i had to like my m- move to san antonio is because it's pretty big dad that is yeah. fort worth area is freaking huge um and so like you know last year went into the phase of like becoming a single mom and that's what led me to move down here but dude yeah like i love that i love that like because of mutual friends we were able to like connect and like yeah. now here we are meeting a whole different person and i love your vibe by the way i love thank you and how you recognize like laredo is because laredo in itself is a it's a i think they have like their own mindset it's very i think no laredo. offense taken because i was like that too very close-minded it takes you it takes a lot because when i moved it's out it's all you know it's, it's all you, all know. you and, know and dude anybody there is nobody to be completely thousand percent honest with you it's very rare that someone does different and when someone does something so different out of the norm you're out kind of the, the weirdo norm, you are the enabled as a weirdo or like you're looked at like oh come like on. you're not gonna be Look. successful or like you're not. or well, they're just, okay it's, yeah. i, I want to take a pause and i want to say i'm not completely generalizing because i have met a lot of real cool people in Rito. my boyfriend He's from Laredo. He's yeah. like literally yeah, born and true. raised yeah, in Laredo. But um, in a very most of the time type of way, like you will grow up and you will have a governmental job or you will work for the city or you would be like a trailero. And then because that's that's the common part in, you know, border cities and stuff like that. So what you say about San Antonio, I love San Antonio. I love San Antonio, but Laredo is definitely its only type of place. Like border town cities are a a, a special type of Mexican people because yeah, and they're very people. Mexican and they have that culture, but at the same time, they are so Americanized. Yeah. So Americanized. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they can also be a little bit closed-minded. They still have that little like you know ranch type of mentality again not completely not generalizing right. yeah. but the most part yeah. because as you know i i started meeting new people and i started meeting like into new different types of people right because you have your different types also like you have your people that always go downtown and some go to culture yeah and you know yeah, you some, do like, you do right. you have your different type of friends because yeah. there is still yeah groups right but I feel it like very mean girls, right? Like very like it you is better though. sit at your fucking lunch table. It is though. Like and it's cosa like it it was really such a breath of fresh air. I really am so proud of myself for leaving to be a thousand with you. Uh I love my city. I have I still have like I my best Laredo friends all the, all the Yeah, I still have tons of best friends. So it's nothing it's it, and it really took me also to like break out of like certain type of mindsets. Like mm. allowing myself like I was telling you yesterday, yesterday I didn't wear a bra, allowing myself just to be free and if somebody sees them oh fucking well you've seen so many every day get the importa but but in Laredo, i love that we're talking about the free the nipple but i will say like i was telling you though like you when when i was it's very easy to hear like the judgment like and to be honest like every time i go and i wear something very revealing and i'm showing my stretch marks and i'm showing my little pooch i will get the stares and i feel them girl like you feel them but had I been in Dallas, nobody gives a fuck, girl. No. What well, dancing? You see something very different. Like it's just. But I, I was actually gonna say something about that that you just yeah. said. No, so I have this friend that she used to be in College Station, 
and because she went to AM, right? So whenever like she graduated and we kind of started hanging in Laredo again, um, we would walk into, you know, whatever fucking bar, you know, your TKOs, like whatever, and everyone would stare Staring. at you. Everyone would the stare day. at you. It's the, and because she was like and, and it, exactly like she the was confident. Yeah, so she was gl- like why the fuck is everyone staring at me? And I'd be like, no, dude. Out. And it's because whenever, no, but whenever you're, you're so in a bigger city, mm-hmm. no one gives a fuck. Yeah, like, yeah. no one looks at you. No, because, because, you're ev- because it's such a big city and yeah. you're so used to seeing all of these different, different people. people. And honestly, the nightlife in Laredo, you always run into the same people. Like, whenever I was, I was in Laredo going out, literally, yeah. like, fucking Semanas Gitanas, every single fucking day I was out here doing Jaeger shots. <laughs> like, every single fucking day. And you would always run into the same people. Like, yeah. I don't know you, but I know every I Thursday it. you go yeah, out fucking here, TKOs. Here. Like, every fucking Thursday I see you. And those are your friends. And, yeah. Yeah. and those are your <laughs> and friends. That's your and actually, you've been fucking around with that girl. <laughs> but at the same time, I see her sister with you. Oh. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. But I don't know you. But I don't know who the fuck you are. But I always I see, see your face. So whenever you see someone that's like, not someone you see all the time. All the time. Or you see someone that you do see all the time with someone that you don't really see all the time. It's kind of like... Dude, and the thing who going, are you? I look. Can I just say something that's so funny? Anybody who tries to be sneaky in Laredo is so dumb because, bro, like anyone who tries to be sneaky out there, you're, you're gonna you're gonna get caught. Like Eventually. it's so but I feel like so small. Like yeah. you can't run away from whatever you're trying <laughs> to hide. I've I've literally literally this year I've witnessed two, and I'm like, what were you thinking? What like, what you thought you were slick? You thought you were slick? Can, couldn't you just try it outside because you're gonna get caught you know what's funny about that though everyone from Laredo ends up moving to San Antonio and then you run into everyone from San in- like in San Antonio you run into everyone from Laredo and then they're like oh yeah I moved and it's like it's true everybody <laughs> does move here and and but just the world in nice. general is so yeah. small like yeah. the world in general is so small you always it run into true. like people from like funny story we so for my birthday we went to Colorado and my friends went all fucking out in the truck they fucking put my business at name they put my cash app period they went all out I'm I like I was so fucking blessed and, and just appreciative but did you get a lot of money through cash app nah girl I got I mean we were able to get a couple shots but it wasn't a how lot much, much? like 30 bucks Give me a number. 30 like yeah like 30 bucks like 20 some i go we got like three people to send a couple you know it wasn't too bad i mean we were in colorado like it's a very different and to be honest with you we went i went with the intention of just like shutting out getting away from people just being your routine yeah being away from yeah doing something very different seeing something being in nature that was the intention but anyways this girl followed us she sent for tip right and i through my business page i posted like a laredo business and uh it was called like laredo something and she messaged me she's like hey you're from laredo and i say yeah i was born and raised but i like live in san antonio she's like hey i followed you from colorado and i actually have family in laredo like it's so funny that you posted a business and you posted you're from there so it's so crazy that like a girl that followed us and sent us for a, a yes, shot yes she had family in laredo so just the like it's funny how like it just all comes in, in a full circle so you're so okay so you say you're the oldest and i do believe that that is honestly um when you're the oldest you take that trade of like caring and nurturing making sure everybody is yeah. good taking Be- care of yes so i do think that that is i also i also like i'm a victim of it because sometimes it's okay to do it but because it's a beautiful trait to have 
but you you sometimes you don't want to make sure you want to make sure you're pouring from a, from a full cup sometimes a lot of us nurturing people tend to forget about ourselves just to make sure this person everyone good. else is fine so i have a question for you just you know yeah how did you notice that how did i notice what yeah that you were like the oldest that you were the one that was nurturing that you were the one that sometimes was slacking with yourself so um okay so i'm yeah i am the oldest and the reason why i learned it so the self-awareness came the realization came from like doing doing the work like therapy making sure like i i love to make sure that i'm like doing the best that i can and the only way that i can pour out or be the best version of me is and even though it takes like a lot like I, it's a lot of self-work and it's tough like it's not always easy it's 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 work and it's not fun all the time but i realized it now in my 26 like now I'm in 27. Oh my god, 27. <laughs> in my 22 years old of life. Oh, jerker. I was gonna say 25. I'm like 27. Okay, so I'm 27, but no, I mean I realize it now because I'm doing the work of like self-awareness. I've realized that the only way I can get good is if I give good and be good. So and and it's but so it's a lot of that self-awareness. Like I give because of therapy, dude. I do the work in therapy. But I realized now that it all started when, I mean, I am the oldest, but so I lost my sister at, I was seven. And then I lost my dad when I was 10. So for my mom, I was an, I was the emotional support. I honestly, and I, and I realized it now in this age of being 27, going on 28, that I learned to shut down so that I can make sure everybody's good. And be in survival mode, basically. We're talking about that, like being in survival mode, making sure everybody's good. The house is afloat. We're all eating. We're all there's clothes, you know. And my mom, if you think about it, she lost her daughter and then she lost her her partner. partner. So I, to be honest with you, and she was working. She was a single mom trying to grieve. So I kind of like shut my feelings down to be thousand with you. When we when my when my dad's funeral was, I was very I shut down my feelings. I didn't even know I was doing this. I truly was just trying to make sure everybody was good. I didn't even want to I didn't want to phase the sadness to be thousand. I grieved alone when nobody watched me because I didn't want to be an inconvenience. And still to this day, when I go through shit this year alone i've learned to reach out to my friends for support to reach out to my therapist that you don't have to do it alone. i don't have to do it alone. we shouldn't we shouldn't this is what this is what like we are all here for you know what i'm saying we have to support each other we're all going through something but yeah like i realized it that at that age like i didn't want to go through it because i didn't want to be sad and i knew my mom needed a strong person i knew i was seeing her break down so i just wanted to be there so what i would do is just kind of like help her cook make sure when my sisters after school make sure they were good with their homework my mom was working a job my mom was working jobs and she was like making sure we're good so like throughout the night she would put loads of laundry i still remember to this day like making sure that like i saw that she wouldn't like move through it so i would go like make sure that the clothes is in the laundry and shit like that so i i do carry a lot of masculine grew, energy because of that earlier than you should have of course and to be a thousand with you i have gone through my phase of resenting that but I've also gone through my phase of appreciating that because of that, I am like the person that I am. All my sisters and my friends say like I'm an easy and I've throughout my friend group. I've been like the mother, the nurturer, yes. making sure everybody's good. I won't even the parenting syndrome. Yeah. And and, it, and and I'm learning 2022 to lean towards my feminine energy because we all have both masculine and feminine. It's just unfortunate for me. I've had to learn to be in my masculine and i learned to only sit in my masculine which is being a protector to my sisters to my mom and a leader to my sisters 
So, like I said, it's not a bad thing to have masculine energy. I've learned to appreciate it, girl. Like, we are bosses out here because we've learned to, like, not take shit and just own it up and just do what we can to get ahead. It's a good trait to have. It's just also good to learn when to sit in your feminine because you, too, deserve to be cared for. You, too, deserve to be supported and led because it's okay to be led sometimes. It's good to have, like that trust that somebody's gonna lead you and guide you and that they got your back as much as you can do the same for them yeah i feel like a lot of people sometimes are very afraid of letting go of control and by a lot of people i mean me girl same here i'm, defi- I'm definitely I'm a lot of people to try yeah it's and, a learning thing. um it is like we said earlier today it is completely like a learning just journey <laughs> journey with josina yeah. and um it is it's it's something that at the end of the day we need to deal with so the reason why i did ask you how you noticed it is because i do know that you go to therapy yeah with pati right i love pati shout out to pati cantu yes i um i I actually the first time i ever went to a therapist was with pati as well i love that and um i was so so fucking awkward i feel like I i was i was really trying to be like that entertainer and like oh yeah you know my life this and this and this and this and you know it's not perfect but we deal and we do this and i don't know what and then she's like okay you know i like that but why do you feel like this and this and this and i was like and again i'm a salesperson i'm a bullshitter i just you know like i I can just fucking talk about it and i was like well definitely this and this and this and this and she'd be like but, but why? Yeah. You know, why why do you want to something like deeper? Like, yeah. Why do you want to do this? Or like, do you feel like maybe this and this? And I was like, shit. So my first time I ever went to therapy, I probably cried for like 30 to 40 minutes. So normal. Straight up, straight up. And then so after normal. that, every single time that I would see her, it was just crying. It was just constant crying. Like, and I was, I have never been that emotional part because like you said, I had to be strong and I had to do this and I had to be responsible and I had to be the caregiver and I had to do blah, 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 blah. You know, all of that fucking bullshit that at the end of the day is not correct for a young kid, but you do with what you have, what you can. Yeah. Right. And I was also the oldest and my mom was also a single mom and my dad died like at a very young age, which wasn't as young as like yours because my father passed away when I was 16, 15 or 16. But then at the same time, my father didn't live with me. You know, yeah. So it was like it's kind of like it was like kind of like in a divorce situation. So I wasn't used to being with my father. So it's like very different. But at the same time, I cannot watch a fucking movie about like fatherhood without yeah. being like the daddy is? dude I know the daddy like, issues are dude, real oh my god like they but, overflow like yeah. crazy I'm glad that you open up like the, the conversation about therapy I wanted to ask you because I know you do go to therapy and I'm I glad. go with Pati too I love that, yeah. I, love that. I mean that. I haven't seen her in a couple of you know that's probably why you know I'm just over here drinking <laughs> and like you know it whatever happens, but so, I haven't seen her in a while but therapy is a form of self care self love I love that for you because it's it, like when so I recently started going back to her and i had taken the time off as well i do feel like therapy is so beneficial for anyone it's a form of maintenance for yourself you're taking care of yourself she asked me she's like so what brings you in today and i'm like i needed to do something for me like i needed something i need to take care of me like i need to figure she out was like why are you here today Josina? and you were like <laughs> yeah so yeah crying is totally normal so normal but, and, and actually I, so 
did not mean to interrupt, but I did no, want to mention this really quickly. So my first time that I ever actually went to Bati, um, you know, a little plug. You know, my homegirl went viral on TikTok and on Instagram. Yeah, and I love her. I know. She's and, so awesome. Uh, and she's so nice. She's Beautiful. so nice. Like, yeah, she's generally, well. like, you just feel like nice. such a nice person. Very supported all the time. Yes. Yeah. But so the first time I went to her, um, well, okay, going back to, like, me growing up the oldest and me being the strongest and me being, you know, whatever. That, again, I was not asked to be. Yeah, you just I was not asked to be, but I was plate. just like, I am going to be this person because I assume, and again, I assume that my mom needed it. But... Maybe at the same time, if I would have, like, actually, like, talked to my mom and be like, oh, my God, like, I'm a child. Like, I'm also, like, but my... you don't know. Yeah, but you don't know. But, again, you communication, don't know right? Through, communication yeah. is very, very, like, big there. So whenever I assume the role of doing all of these different things and being the oldest and being the provider and being... Well, uh, not necessarily completely the provider because that, was, that didn't happen until, like, 16. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, until 2016. Um, I just felt the necessity to do all of so whenever I started going to therapy, she was like, it's okay to cry. Like, it's okay to cry yeah. because it's You're energy human. leaving your body. Energy that is not needed in your body anymore. You need so it's okay to release it. And it's right. okay to cry. And that's why whenever, like, after you cry, you either sleep because you feel so relaxed like, that you fall asleep. Right. Or you just feel okay. Better. Right? You like, you just like feel a lift. so much better. Yes. Yeah. Because you released all of that energy. And yes. that's something that she taught me but before that actually happened my sister taught me like my adoptive sister mm -hmm. my sister is like my soulmate my best friend my twin flame my like everything I like That's, i love her yeah. and uh, she was definitely that person that introduced me to that like emotional part of me because i would never cry not because i thought that it was a bad thing i was just like didn't want to i was just like no need to cry like i literally had a face this is how fucking psychotic i was i literally had a face where it was like if i would like to cry like in the mirror i'd be like and literally all the redness from my face would like go away and like my face was not swollen anymore and i could just like go out and be like oh hey like what's up like what are we doing like and that's how like i was really like dealing with all of that shit like inside of me so you kind of suppress it you kind of like yes. just shut it off because you, know, you just feel like you don't have, have to share to. that like, no yeah i mean and i don't know like i don't know if you do you do you you should not leave that inside release. of you guys so don't because it's gonna come out in some form you're gonna let it out in some way or another either you're gonna lash out on your partner you're gonna lash out at you're gonna your get kids. frustrated at the customer the random customer who gave you attitude girl everybody got attitude so do i but you get frustrated because you your it's emotion that's finally releasing the body it needs to come out yeah, exactly. but it's true like dude even even me, gracias a Dios que I went to therapy because even with my son, I am very, I'm parenting very different than how I was raised because of, I want there to be a level of, of emotional intelligence. You I, see, what you're doing right there is that you're breaking generational curses. I know. You're breaking generational curses and you're being so much different and it's hard. It is it definitely is so hard. so hard, but it's so worth it too. It is. And, and sometimes, girl, like, for any parent who's probably going through that fucking like you're in between what you were taught and you're like trying to do different because and people are criticizing you critic the criticism is one but even the self-criticism is worse because the way that you like what i feel about myself like dude i kid you not i don't i 
I do spank my child because oh my god, everybody has a fucking limit. But I try not to. The the it takes me to fucking levels to get there. But you're learning. You're for me as a parent, you're learning what to do, how to manage the situation, how to give him healthy tools to express that anger, how to give him healthy tools to express that energy. And they're kids. They don't so, know. So yeah, and and for me, like to be honest, I am a I I was I was in sports, so I'm very like my 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 grandpa was out military, so I'm very like very like disciplined, right? I love discipline because it's what fucking makes you like just a, a, a discipline is very necessary it is but there is and for me that's why i love yin yangs because for me it's like the balance of being structured but letting there be flow there has to be you're not always going to be on your game you have to fucking allow yourself to be angry to be frustrated you, you know, it's part of like the human experience and yeah shout out to to Patti because and even anybody who allows himself to go to therapy it is it, for i know that for me like it took me a while to find a way to get there and then when you finally find find a way like okay i can go to her but it takes it takes a lot to be like okay i'm gonna make the time for me to do yeah. that yeah yes okay it's like through zoom yeah imagine if you actually had to go to like someone well, like yeah the first time and it's crazy you say like the first time you went was with Patti. um she's my second therapist that i truly love because the first one i i i met in dallas it was because of postpartum depression and i met her in person and I remember the first time that I felt so comfortable posting a picture of me at therapy. Dude, my my inboxes were blown up. At least fucking eight people asking me, who do you go with? Why are I'm so proud of you? I love that for you. Like just because it wasn't a thing that people shared, to be honest. But I went because of postpartum. So my uh, dude, I I fucking love her. Like um Angie Bird. I met her because of in Dallas she gave me so many tools she taught me about my love she taught me about love languages she she really like changed the game for me as far as like mentally caring for myself and just making sure i'm good so that i can like be good for others she changed the game for me I, yeah exactly. but i I, I but i feel like you are you were very self-aware before going to therapy right like you that's funny that you mentioned that because Patty always tells me that like my conversations with Patti consist of me speaking for like 50 minutes and then the last 10 minutes she's like well yeah like you're actually kind of right like everything that you're talking you already about know. like yeah and she's like you already know this but you know maybe if you can do more of this and this and this and like keeping your I oh my god like so I'm a Gemini right you know different personalities yeah. and like the whole thing yes I I love being a Gemini. So no Gemini slander is accepted here. So like, okay, so all. real quick for those of people who are not into astrology, give us your 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 strengths for Gemini. What do you love about being a Gemini? Stop. Okay, so I feel like we're very strong-headed. So, you know, good and bad. Good and bad, because, of course. Whatever. Um I also feel like we're very much like taking control of the situation, but at the same time we're very second doubty ish right like I, okay. I i second doubt myself like so much like i'm always like i want to do this wait like do i really want to do this yeah and then the thing about that is not like i know my whole birth chart right mm -hmm. so people that are not into astrology usually there's certain things certain planets that are more like your love and more how you show love and yeah. how you want to receive love and how you're like with socially and how all you're, like, this with your makes job you and, like, how you are yeah, as a like, person everything that makes you you yeah. right yeah so sometimes 
times, or well, most of the time, as a Gemini, you don't know what the fuck you're doing, but you're super assertive. Like, yeah. it's like, I'm going to fuck up, but I don't give a fuck. Like, it's, it's like, <laughs> I love that. You yeah. Know? And um, this is like me personally, because, you know, my son is Gemini and I recently found out that my Venus is Gemini too. So your Venus is supposed to be like your love planet, right? So this is how you show your love or like how you want to be loved. And I came to the discovery that that means that I want a lot of space, right? So yeah. I want a lot of space for me to be able to do me. Be, yeah. But at the same time, I love you so much. Give me so much like love, you know, yeah. like it's so fucked Dude, up. Dude, I love at the that. the same time, it's so fucking funny. But I, going, I back to, going back to the whole like psychology thing, this makes me constantly be thinking about everything I do. So I get to a point where I think about it so much that I kind of start making like these own deductions. And I feel like a really big part of it is also that I was so much into psychology. Like whenever I like graduated high school, like I wanted a major in psychology nice but you know shout out to my mother i lived in mexico and she's like marlene how much money do you think psychologists make in mexico Te vas a morir de hambre. Yeah. and i was like oh my god Your i don't want to be poor so and i was like okay fine like i'll go into being like a doctor but like a vet right because you know i don't fuck with humans like that but okay. i fuck with animals okay. and um it was so funny because I still kind of had that like comezón, right? Like that little itch for just psychology. So I would like go through books or like in this case, I also consider myself a little bit of like a medium. Like I feel like, okay. you know, like I just know what to say in like certain situations. Yeah. And it happens to me a lot with my friends. And it, I think it's because you can feel the energy. Yes. You can read the energy yeah, yeah, in the yeah. room. I'm de- I can definitely, I'm really good with energy. There's some people I just don't fuck with, like yeah. straight up from the beginning. And there's some people that I just get along with, like yeah. just just out of nowhere. And don't get me wrong, I'm never rude. I'm never like, no, I don't want to be your friend. Yeah. Like but I don't you just keep your distance. But yeah, but yeah. You, but you know, you know a little bit what to say and a little bit not what, what not to say. say. And Dude, you'll yeah. be very courteous and like well, stuff yeah, like that. Because like even I'll say this, like I feel in a sense I can feel energy too. In a sense where like I my intuition is very kicked in you know like if i'm around people workspace like it's not because you want to be around these people it's because you have to so i remember like being in situations where like you have like those type of people i don't like these type of people who talk about other people because it just makes you feel like when i'm gone girl what you saying about me well i mean i bet you want to say a lot about me too you know what i'm saying so i whatever so and and you know to just keep quiet and to just be like okay like so like those type of i'm like i can relate in the sense where like i can read people who are not good intentions maybe so i just kind of like don't be i don't be rude but i just like but you maintain your distance yeah, yeah you know what so whenever i started going to like psychology or like a therapist about all of this stuff because i started looking at it more like in a psychology way i definitely thought kind of like taught me how to just kind of really want to understand why is it that this is this and this and this happening right so like the whole parenting situation my parents were separated my mom had to be the provider my mom had to work my mom so that's that's my female role model yeah like that's what i see so like me as i grow it's like I can you, provide, I can conquer you, the world, I can do, do this, this and this, like, I can, and, so can I. but then at the same time, it's my mom gives me so much love, but it is so complicated for her to love someone else, you know, like someone else besides her kids. So that's something that I 
would replicate you know like that's yeah. my generational curse like and of then I, like i wouldn't really talk to my mom in a way where it's like how are you feeling how are you doing like and i lived with my mother my, my mother used to travel a lot over you know trying to make a living and trying yeah. to make sure that we were okay and we lived in mexico so it's a little bit harder yeah and i i assumed the role of being the mother of the house and you know cooking and like all this different shit yeah. and so it's easy for you to do all those things because you're like yeah this is but like, i hate them i know I girl it. like it's good i know recently i know how to do them but i hate to do them like yeah. dude same is not my thing. and i realize honestly it's same i realize that now living alone like i do these things because i have to feed a child and <laughs> but if it were for me i'd eat probably oh, see, my <laughs> children eat kibble uh, no, so but I, just I know. Them a but little it's bit good of that you recognize that for yourself. Like you're like I, you want to be. You recognize it. it's a self awareness, and I wrote it like because I, I know you're very self aware, and I love that about you because that's the only way you can be a better you is if you know what you can do. To exactly, fix it. yeah, and that's actually I was talking to one of my friends about it. I was like, if you know your trauma, if you know where it's coming from, it's. So trauma is not your responsibility or trauma is not your fault, but it is your fault or it is your responsibility how you deal with it. Yeah, how you deal with it, what you do after you've noticed all of these different things. Don't that you pass could it be on. Yeah. So yeah. whenever I was talking with Patti, it was like, well, I feel like I do this and this and this because of this. Like, does it make sense? And she's like, yeah, well, it does make sense because, you know, sometimes you do blah, 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 blah. And you do blah, 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 blah. And that's why this and this and this. But you see, you need a professional's opinion so, yeah sometimes and it's needed very I always, much so i always say this whenever your head hurts whenever your body feels sick Period. you go to the doctor yeah whenever your mind hurts and whenever your mind feels sick you need to go to the fucking doctor like yeah. that's it like it don't is. be so afraid of like going to therapy and i'm not gonna lie whenever i want to look into into therapy everyone around me was like oh my god you're usually psychologists are as crazy as your clients and i will say we're humans girl like i'm sh but i will say this but we're I'm all crazy girls. exactly but these women go or these psychologists go study the mind and they have tools to provide us to help us navigate them it doesn't mean that they're perfect i will say this like it doesn't mean they're perfect they probably do the work too we yeah, all have our period. own traumas and i will say this even if you feel like you have we all have an influence so even if you feel like every person can do the work to be a better you because every person is going to influence every person has a little sister has a friend ha will one day be a parent they you're going to be looked up to one way or another and the way that you react is influencing everybody whether it's your sibling yeah, but i mean honestly don't try to do the work just because like Correct. you're going to influence someone else but just do Correct. work for yourself Correct. honestly it's a game changer it is so different you really it's funny because therapy is one of those things that when they tell you it makes so much sense but then sometimes you just don't realize on your own you just need that second opinion and when it comes to a therapist they usually just talk to you in a very neutral way right, right? because they're Again, not yeah some people aren't some people are but like my personal experience i've had a very good therapist and yeah. she's very neutral about the situation and, and whenever and it's funny because so my boyfriend and I broke up a couple of months ago and we were like over for like a month and then we got back together, right? And whenever I would tell her like, oh, it's because I feel like my relationship is coming to an end. She's like, fuck it, you know, be on your own. Be on so whenever Let it was like, to we're together, she's like, 
I'm so happy for you. Like, I'm so happy that you're happy. You yeah. know, like, it's not that judgy friend that's like, bitch, really? I was going to say, really? Like, like you've been complaining about this man yeah. and now you want to get back together with him? Like, don't be that friend. And like, I will say, I will say, okay, so a couple things. I love that you said that. A couple things. So um, when, you, when you're trying to find a therapist, it is like, it is like an L-Tech. You're going to go through a couple until you find your favorite, you know, until you can click until it the feels. The one that works for you. Yeah. So I remember when I first went to therapy, I actually went to a couple psychologists before finding like the, the the perfect ones and sometimes it just felt like nah like there's no hate there wasn't it wasn't a bad experience but i just didn't feel feel like it was successful you didn't feel comfortable yeah and um so you know they should give you tools and going i was in my sister and like when you do go to therapy it's not like they're judging you they don't know the person so it's very different like yeah you can go to your sister you can go to your best friends it's always good to to have that support because it's needed but at one at one point girl you got to take it to someone who doesn't who's non-biased you know who doesn't side with you who won't see your boyfriend so even if you take them back she's like at the end of the day they just and i will say this i will say this i do have shout out to my very good best friend kim she whether i'm with the bum or not she's like whatever you're happy with girl like just you know what you're doing you know like so she's the type of person that like i be i was just like this year alone i let myself be more supported so i would reach out to them right and i got in the side of her that she's like i understand like it's very normal but i've also gotten the side like bitch you better delete that fucking number you let it go like at the dj get your like get it together yeah, get dressed, like it's let's not go. for you you clearly know so but she's that type of friend that like I kid you not, never feels judgmental, and whether I'm with a uh, 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 like a, a weirdo or a fuckboy or like somebody that's not for me, she's like, girl, you're gonna realize it Let's sooner or later. Weirdos. No, 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 but she'll be like, you're gonna realize it sooner or later. Like, I'm gonna support you, but just know here's the truth. She'll never like be like, oh yeah, go. No, she'll be like, uh, he's a little weirdo girl, but you gonna find out soon. Shout she lets me figure that shit out on my own shout out to friends that don't tell you what you want to hear but what you need to hear period like you, you need that, those friends yes and it's so funny because i used to be that friend that would like always support you through everything and just be like always looking at the good part of it and not necessarily being like that that friend that you needed but more like i would just tell you what you want what to you hear, hear. So i get I that this friend in monterrey actually that she would always tell me off like always tell me off and i was a kid i was like 13 like 14 you know barely going into those teenage years yeah figuring what the fuck you want to do yeah and like being mature and like you know whatever and she would always tell me off well not like in a rude way but she would always be like call you out yes like not tell me what i wanted to hear and i was always like you're so fucking you're not a good friend Uh, yeah like you're so fucking mean like fuck you and her name is actually lorena and I love her. Like, she's one of, like, my Shout bestest out. friends forever. I've known her since, like, third grade. Yeah. But I don't see her as much as, like, I would want to see her because she lives in another city, city another yeah. country. And I, from her, and I always remember this. Whenever I hear one of my friends telling me, like, well, it's because you're so real with me. It's because, like, honestly, I learned from her that sometimes it's better to be a real friend versus a friend that just tells you what you want to hear because sometimes you block that that out of yourself yeah you know you're doing wrong but you're so in love or you're so into this job yeah you really want to do this and this and this that you blind yourself yeah you you miss the red flags and you don't see that and i'm not gonna be someone that's gonna be you know constantly like shitting on you and just the being like now like you want to be with that piece of shit that's what you get like yeah even yeah. though you know sometimes you kind of need to say it i was but... gonna say like it's good to be real it's it's 
always that's always the best way to go to be real but i feel like there's a balance yeah it's it's compassion like for example like i was going through a heartbreak and my friend like she told me like if i couldn't delete that motherfucking number i'm gonna delete it but she's like you know you're a boss ass bitch like she would uplift me and not make me feel shitty for making shitty decisions she was just like girl come on like you know better and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you to go back like and she would tell me like I want for you to be happy. So if that's with him, be with him. But I want him to make you happy. So figure it out. Like, but she's like, but it's the it's the, the balance, right? Like a compassion, but letting you know, like, hey, it is what it is. Like, get it, get it together. <laughs> you know, pretty much, yeah, yeah, pretty much. It comes down to at the end of the day, you're gonna do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yes. And again, all power even to you. And if you really want to make it work, I guess at the end of the day, it just has to do with. Do you want to do it? Do you want to put in the work? You're not, dude. You don't want to put in the work. Yeah. And friends that are there to tell you the real stuff are not always fake friends. Like they're actually real friends that are genuinely worried about you. And but don't get me wrong. There's sometimes you have your haters, and they're always yeah, talking shit. Yeah. Like, but it comes down to okay, this person. How do they say things to me? Yeah, and I will and say that you'll find that out through through being alone, through solitude, like yeah. taking time yes. for yourself to kind of see how you feel around these people. Look at the history. Do they always make you feel bad? Um, you got to look at the history. And I will say, like, I have very good friends. I have sisters. I know what it's like to allow someone to be in a different path or maybe they don't see what you're seeing. Yeah. And it's okay. And sometimes, like, I learned this quote, like, those who mind don't matter because at the end of the day, if you're not hurting anyone, you're not hurting yourself, if it's <clears throat> if it's affecting with the way that they look at you and, and they distance, it, that distance is okay. It's healthy. But if it's some person that you can want to keep in your life and you love them, then you just have to give it the time to kind of give it the space to where you both heal. Because sometimes you do like we're human. We all have like our flaws. And that's why I'm not in a relationship, because it's tough to maintain relationships. To have a relationship is work. work. It's work. Period. That's why I'm not in a relationship, because I don't I'm very now very selfish with my time and i know that like i have things that i want to work through and i want to be a healthy version i know the type of partner i want to be and i know the type of partner that i want to have so i'm gonna take my time to be that for them and i'm and i'm also gonna take the time to me to figure out because i'm also at the at the point where i'm learning what my boundaries are and you're only gonna learn them through trial and error so yeah having relationships is work it's it's tough friendships Mothership, all of, all of all the of top it. of relationships yeah right. and it's funny that you say that because i was just having this conversation with one of my friends yesterday and um i was telling her no matter what you've been through in the past you always have to decide if you want to put in the work or if you don't want to put in the work like that's what it comes to like yeah. everyone everything can be fixed if everyone. you want to make it work yeah and so if you don't want to make it work it's completely fine as well it's right. completely fine as well but let them be, be honest about it yeah. let them you know not waste your time and then you also not waste don't, your time don't be a part it's of it very valuable too yeah and and just like a, a weird i guess like example i can say like for example i've heard like like I've heard a quote that say like cheaters will be cheaters right but I also feel like people can change if they do want to and it's not going to be proven by them saying it's going to be proven by action so and at the end of the day and that takes time and and yeah work you don't need an answer now guys and and you know what's funny one of the things Bathy told me is why now like why do you need it right now why do you need to do it right now why do you feel like all of these different things 
you need to do them now and they need to be rushed and they need to be like today like yeah. why do you feel like that is something that you need to do it's true when Let them you be. have all of this life in front of you and you're not giving yourself the opportunity to enjoy the moment yeah that's one thing i've learned in 2021 is is yeah take it for what and you don't have to force things you don't you don't and have it's to force better things. when you don't because the resistance is just dis- it's not it's, it's ugh, not good ugh, yeah it's, it's not you should feel the people who are in your life if they're there it's because they want to and you shouldn't feel like and you're you going the extra exactly. mile for oh my god the, the way that you're like oh my god yeah yeah, yeah. And, and actually we were talking well we weren't talking about that i posted something about that on instagram yeah. right and it was like don't hold people down or I don't know, something like that. Let me something about le- letting it just be. Yes. So a really big thing that I have been dealing with in 2021, you know, last year is that I wasn't able to let go. So the, actually the quote that I came up, like came saw and like decided to share. It was like, stop checking on, stop checking up on them. Stop responding. Let them go in peace. What's meant for you will find you. It's time to shift the focus, focus on your goals, glow and grind. So I was like, probably one of the things that I've struggled with the most in 2021 was letting go of people. I am that person to want to save everyone from everything, even from themselves. This year I made the decision to prioritize myself. Uh, You can't save who doesn't want to be saved. And honestly, you can only have a limit. Like we were talking about earlier today, you have to have a balance. You cannot save everyone and it should be okay to not have to save everyone. You shouldn't feel a responsibility to have to save everyone. And it goes back to also like not taking it personal because sometimes like want to be helped it has nothing to do with you it did they just have some work to do within themselves and it's give it's giving them the time and that's why i appreciate my friend kim because i know for a fact that i maybe have not been the greatest friend being there, being there for her but she's never judged me for it she's like she's like i've even gone through shit i've gone through times where i don't respond to you and you never judge me for like taking a month or taking a week you're there for me and and it's tough but i will say that i don't take things personal with her it never feels like competition with her it, and she it's never personal. It's and 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 when I and it's hard to find friends like that. Very hard. Some and I'm very some people so take it very thankful. personal and they start saying like you're a fake friend and like all of these different things. But then at the same time, like you time. said, like like you said, like it's probably more about themselves than about you. And it's funny that you mentioned that because me, as being a sales agent and is about always being in customer service yeah. and always being nice and yeah. talking to people and like whatever. Yeah. Um. There's some people that are so fucking rude. Yeah. So fucking rude. Just out of nowhere, they're just fucking rude. Yeah. And some people take that very personally. And some people are very like, well, she was rude to me. Like, fuck you, bitch. Like, yeah. you know? And it's sometimes not even about you. Like, sometimes. Yeah, they're just going through it, girl. Exactly. And sometimes, I don't know. Like, it's just, you, you, you have to get to a point where you understand that not everything is about you and that sometimes a client is just having a bad day and it happens the same thing with your friends you know with your friends are sometimes just like really rude to you and you're like what the fuck you know like yeah. i've been super nice yeah and i and i i'm also guilty like it's easy to think like it's a when you're going through something you're having a back and forth and it's not a pleasant back and forth it's easy to be like well fuck what did i do or like it's easy to being self, start I, I feel like being self-conscious about it too it's yeah. like I fucked up. What did I do? What did and it takes a lot to do to do that too. You know, like it's not easy to be like to evaluate like what could I or what can I do in the future to make it a pleasant conversation or to make it more smoother. You know, but at the end of the day, everybody does have their own battle. So as much as you do the work, people just need space. Like sometimes people just 
and we actually yeah. at TJMO we had like a different like conversation about this where we were talking about friends and we were talking about how like friends break up too and yeah how, dude like, they do it's, and sometimes you just need a space yeah and then sometimes like how it's just like normal for people to like just just see it from like the outside you know like sometimes whenever you're so involved in it you can't yeah decide or you you can't make decisions like yeah. subjectively and it's just like no it's because she's being like you know and, and that's like yeah that's like when a therapy is nice because it it's not someone who's involved in the yeah, person it's the not taking sides like you said. yeah 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 it's definitely tough I had lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. I was, I was just thinking, I was literally, I just started like zoning out just thinking about like that conversation that I had because it's so funny. Whenever I recorded that episode, I was actually going through like a heartbreak with one of my friends. And now like fucking, I don't know, six to seven months later, we're actually like in such a good place again. Like we actually reached out to each other, like both of us genuinely. And we were like, I'm sorry, you know, like, I'm sorry that everything went down the way it had to go down. And I take responsibility, but I hope you do too. And like, we both took, took responsibility about like we, what we both did wrong. Yeah. Because you're not always perfect, sweetheart. And your other friend is not always perfect either. Not, so right. at the end of the day, you just have to like realize, you know what your mistakes were and just do better. Like, yeah. Just, and just and, be a better person. And sometimes it just, it does take being alone, set, giving each other that space. And some people don't even want it. Like some people just, genuinely just don't want to be your friend anymore and also don't take that personally like as we were like talking about earlier today in the episode some people have a purpose in your life and some people are just temporary lessons and they teach you something and And they all come in for a reason and then they leave your life exactly and you guys grow apart and sometimes you never go back to what you were like at one point but it doesn't mean that it it's was always a, a waste thing. of time. Right. You know? Like, right. It, it was worth it at the moment. You learned what you had to learn. They learned what they had to learn. And now you're just, you know, distant people that yeah. at one point were like really good friends. And it's fine. And it's okay. It's and okay it to, to do- love someone from afar, yeah. too. You know, like I, I can give an example like of the father of my child. Like just because we're not together doesn't mean I'm over here talking bad. Deseando del mal. No. At one point I decided to Fuck share. Dude. I know. Like at one point there's. There is a, a a healthy way to like not hate someone, but just be like we're not in the same path. Yeah, see, 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 you know, like and you have it's distance. That distance is ne- it's necessary because if you have them, you're gonna continue to get triggered by it, and it's not healthy for you. You know, you gotta be around people who you feel uplifted by, and also prioritize yourself. Like sometimes I yeah. feel like we just really just want to make sure everyone else around us is okay. Yeah, and it goes back you to have that. to make sure that you're okay too. Yeah. Um, that was like a very long conversation about like something that we're, we're just, it was like, good. really passionate about. Yeah, it was a good um, one. I know you had some questions for me before yes. we end up this episode. Yes, yes, I have a couple. So I wanted to ask you, what is either like a song or an artist that you go to when you're trying to feel like a baddie? You're like trying to get in that zone of like, I'm a boss. So I love making playlists. And actually, so I use Apple Music, um, Apple Music versus, you know, Spotify. And I have a lot of playlists that I have this one that I followed from this girl. I think her name is like Paula Hernandez or something like that. And it's called I'm Thriving. So I you recommend it. One, yes, yeah. I sent it to you. Yeah, I sent it to one. like a lot, like a lot of like my really close friends that I want to be like uplifted, right? If you want a playlist, go and go to Marlene's Instagram. Yeah, give yeah, it to you. literally, yeah. like literally, just hit me up. Find me on Apple Music, and you can find all my playlists. I have so many, and 
that's definitely one that whenever you just feel like spiritually like down you just feel like ugh, like i'm not making money i'm not doing this i'm not doing that like i just like like, it's it's so great yeah like there is like a couple of really great songs on there from like both like female and male artists um a song that does make me feel like a bad bitch though has to be megan's piano by megan the Dude, yeah megan the stallion like i have a shout out to we literally listen to that shit at least twice a day i love that or it's it's part of our like everyday routine to get you we have to listen to it and it's so great i love it i love it i love it i love it it too Um, but yeah that's definitely one of the songs that is like that one of my like bad bitch moments i love that that's a good one that one and probably um oh my god what is it called about the money by bia and like Nicki minaj yes i love Yes, I yes. love it. Okay, so now what is your uh, a self-care tip? What do you do to care for yourself? Like what do you what is your favorite thing to do to kind of like give you your your, your you time? Hiking. Yes. And I haven't hiking. been doing it in a really long time, but I usually like one um just hiking with my with my dogs. I love my dogs. My dogs are like, you know, I need part to come. of my soul and yeah. I really like going hiking. Now I've been hiking like with my roommate. I've definitely not been doing it as much as I've I've wanted it to do, but that's definitely something that just just being in nature like it restarts me. It's a like, yeah, it really restarts. Me. I I feel you on that one. Nature being in nature is it is peaceful. It, it just does. Yes, and besides that, I really like and it's so funny because I didn't start doing this before COVID. Like this was definitely a pandemic thing. Gotcha. Just being with myself, just being with it's myself, necessary. and like watching a show. Or like watching a movie or like crying with myself or like drinking. Now I even like smoke with myself. Like nice, it's nice. and before like I would always be like, I need a drinking buddy, I need a drinking yeah, buddy, you, I need a drinking buddy. Yeah. And it's not because I'm on I'm an alcoholic guys. <laughs> I really am not. But you know, yeah, but um just enjoying your company. Your own I feel like it's something very, very big for me. Like, that is a big accomplishment. Yeah. Cause I've learned to do that as well. Like yeah to like to be okay with just being you being you or just being alone making plans with for you yeah something i do do a lot too is i i will also go eat with myself but i don't feel like like i just feel like i'm comfortable enough to go do that you know like i will literally just go somewhere and i'll be like i really want to eat this today and i will yeah the restaurant be alone and like just like you know just just be with myself and that's something that i feel like a lot of people don't Don't do do. i was gonna say i was gonna say i have not done that um but it is something to do that it's 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 uh an accomplishment of like self like kind of like self-validation like you don't you're not waiting for someone you're not putting off those plans of going to that restaurant you want someone to go yeah you're just like let me just go do it fuck it so it is a good fucking accomplishment to do it's something that i should probably like i haven't really cared to do that for myself but i have like i told you like i i'll go get my i'll get ready for myself get my tripod and just go take pictures for me because i want to take pictures for me and not necessarily like have a plan to do anything but just do it for me you know so if you got there, that's something that because we were talking about earlier today, how um, you said that I always take pictures of myself like yeah, that. How right? I love that you're very like how you, you portray like a, it, you're very confident in your pictures. It comes off and, and you're very beautiful. Right. And 
I was gonna ask oh, you like geez. what you do because a lot of people like even myself it takes it takes balls to be like I'm gonna fucking just take a picture and I'm gonna love myself no matter how many flaws we see in ourselves yeah. it's, it's it takes balls and we were talking I, about flaws earlier today we were yeah. talking about how like I posted Our this own. picture and I was like I don't like my arms yeah. I don't like my my fupa yeah and I don't like yeah. like how my ass is not like completely perky yeah and you're, you're you and, and found certain and you were like damn i didn't even, i didn't even fucking notice that yeah. and i was like i do and i came out you know with this like well i i recently ran into like this quote that was like no one notices your imperfections the way you do and uh, i have not always been there it's that's that's a lie i have not always been completely confident with myself i have definitely always been confident with who I am I guess and like what I deserve meaning like from other people but me with myself I struggle with you know self-image and I struggled with you know always feeling like fat and always feeling big because those imperfections yeah and you know what's funny so again you know as a parent you're not really aware of what you're saying to your kids sometimes and stuff like that so um I just came across this realization not too long ago that my mom would always be like it's because she's a big girl because she's a big girl and it's because you know i'm tall and because i'm thicker and i have like big legs and i have a big ass and like she she's a big girl right and my mom would always say that like she would say that to like my cousins she would say that to like my brothers she would say that as an excuse of like that's why people look and like stare at her because she's a big girl because you know she she you see her and you're like oh shit like you know yeah. she's she's tall she's whatever and i'm not even that tall i'm like fucking five 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 six some shit like that but yeah um it's something that like in my mind was like it's because i'm a big girl it's because i'm big it's because i'm big it's because i'm big so i don't want to say i had any type of like an eating disorder or anything like that but i was always so self-aware of like i'm big i'm big i'm big i'm big and i had my friend that i was earlier today talking about lorena that she would always tell me i love your legs i love your legs she's like i love how big they are and i love how like they just like they're just so pretty so she is definitely someone that got me on like the self-care game but to it's start allow- like yes she gave to start you being like i'm okay legs, with like, these yeah. big legs you know yeah. like it's Make not love them. Like, it's it's not a big deal that you know i have thick thighs you know thick thighs save lives mm-hmm. and just shit like that right yes, so girl. as i like grew older i guess something that like really started just making myself just being very aware of like i actually have a body I have two arms, I have two legs, I can move my legs, I can move my arms, I can get up and I can go to yoga and I can do this and I can run and I can whatever, whatever. And I am not really big on like physical activity. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I've never been like super big into sports besides like cheerleading. Whenever I was a cheerleader that I would fucking train like four hours a day before competitions and shit like that. It's definitely the fittest I've ever been. Yeah. But I was never raised to like be in sports or like go run or like go do like go that or like you know so a really big game changer for me was just appreciating what i do have you know like just the fact that i do have arms and i do have legs and then i would kind of see myself and i'd be like okay body dysmorphia like i'm not that big and you know i'm not that thick and i'm not that fat and i'm not you know with so many lonjas and i don't have this and i don't and i feel like a really big game changer for me was when i started living with my uh, roommate Olana in like during like COVID and like a pandemic, she always tries to make like healthy snacks. 
right like she always tries to make healthy snacks and just like be a little bit more aware like what you are eating Eating, right and as i started eating things that were better for me i started feeling Feeling better better. like i started feeling you know less as heavy less as bloated less as tired and then i also started just not giving a fuck right like i would wear whatever the fuck i wanted to wear even if i was wearing fucking biker shorts that were like up my ass and you could like like i don't fucking give a shit i love these shorts I'm comfortable in these shorts and I want to wear these shorts. And that's definitely something that I owe to like my roommate because she would always wear whatever the fuck she wanted to wear, even though she had like thicker legs and like a bit yeah, of butt dude, and like, it you know, you confidence to like and step people out. would stare and people would look and people would stare and people would be like, Hey, what's the-? and I'd just be like, I'm not interested. You know, I also kind of taught myself to like say no and like not necessarily always say yes. And you know, wearing or whatever care. the fuck I yeah. wanted to wear yeah. and not giving a fuck about whoever did stare at me. And now I actually kind of enjoy it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I kind of love like walking into like a place and like people kind of knowing like, that at me. I'm like, yes, bitch. Knowing that you stepped out of the stare. box. Yeah. Dude. Take a picture. It lasts longer. <laughs> like literally. Period, like, yeah, period, it's definitely yeah. something. Um, but capturing pictures. Something to be proud of for sure, dude. Yes. And, and taking pictures like it's. 2022 i do want to do like a little game changer right like i do want to be all my personalities i want to be all of my personalities and i want to be able to wear whatever the fuck i want to wear even if like maybe it's a little bit too out there like just recently i fucking went thrifting with evelyn and i bought these fucking camel pants i swear to god camel pants but they're pink like they're like fuchsia like they're like bright pink bitch like they're bright pink we need to see them pictures and i was like should i and evelyn's like i mean hell yeah are you gonna wear them and i was like i don't know like but it's something that i've always it's so funny because whenever i was younger i would like dress my barbies with like camel pants and i'd be like fuck yeah like the baggy pants and like this like like super like <laughs> so funny it's like like little crop top and like you know like being sexy but at the same time being a little bit like tomboyish right yeah, yeah. and it's something that maybe not a lot of my friends do but as i grow older and i kind of like find you myself like it. you like I'm like the style it. you want like you like it girl you like do it. it do it do it that's what i was telling like it's so honestly it takes a lot to step out of comfort zone so when i see someone do something so different and when i see them be confident and happy and like comfortable like fuck yeah fuck it up sis because like why not and i i material girl yeah and i was literally thinking like moving forward for me like i've told myself like we all have we all dream we all have a vision of ourselves that we one day want to be we all inspire to be something someone doing something and i've i've told myself like every day i should live like um like it's my birthday or like you're the fucking main character so be that extra wear that outfit like do the things that you envision the baddest bitch doing because you can be that like because you can be that person yeah the more you believe you can be that person the more you will be that person i was gonna say like only you can convince yourself because as long as you feel like the baddest ain't nobody can like take that from you like that confidence is and you know what's funny about that um well it's not funny it's actually a very sad story but um i had this friend that his name was santiago he actually passed away in 2016 and he was like my best friend in the world and then like he passed away like it was like a super sad story and it was really hard to like come back from it right yeah. because you lose a friend you lose like of course a, 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 a literally like a piece a of my soul that, like yeah. every sing- he he passed away on july 8th Rest 2016 and every 8th 
I kid you not. Like, you kind of feel a little bit, you know, a little bit down here and there. But something that he would always tell me was, Eres bien chilera, Marlene. Why would you let anyone fuck with that? Right? And he would always tell me this. And I was fucking 15 at the time. Like, well, no. I was, in 2016, I was like 19. But um, it was... He always something told that, that was always just like in my head. So whenever like everyone and you know in a little translation, it's like you are that, that bitch. bitch. Like you are Period. that bitch. Why are you gonna let anyone? I love that. like fuck with your vibe like that. And he was like, he was an amazing person. Hyped you straight up, up, told like, you saw- all the fucking time. And it comes to a point where I was like, if he believes it so damn, much, why don't like, I? I really don't need this. Like, why am I letting myself go down? So that's definitely something that has always helped me kind of like remind you to like, pick yourself up. Yeah, like come back. Like come back. Because I will it's okay say, to fall. Yeah, dude. Just always we, remembering you to pick yourself back up. We all always get to a point where we don't feel our best. Like yeah. but it's shout out to all those people who like see something new and they remind you like lift your baddie you lift you up. It's very important. I know for myself I've had that. I remember my one friend Navneed, I remember she taught me more about being self-aware about how I react. I used to be very impatient and I used to get so pissed and cuss people out. And she taught me like, sweetie, it's okay. Like, don't get angry. Like, you're better than that. Like, exactly. you're probably going. So, dude, she taught me like, like, you don't, you like, like more like you, 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 you can't be calm. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like they're probably. So shout out to people who do that for you because it's very necessary. And I love that for you that you had that, that you had a high Yes, plan. yes, yes. It's definitely something that's always like in the back of my head. That it's like, do I really need to be doing this? Or like, am I just tripping? You I'm know, that, like, I'm no, that bitch. Like, yeah. I'm that bitch. Like, fuck all of y'all. Yeah. Fuck all y'all haters. <laughs> there always will be someone that is. that is not. But it goes back to like them not even being okay with themselves. You know, if they hate it, it's because they probably well, we wouldn't do about, it. Yeah. yeah. I completely agree. Okay. Hit me with your next question, Josina. Okay. Your biggest business lesson. What is that? What is a Because bu- you do have a business. So sh- you do have Border Town Pets. And I recently like went in there. You do have amazing services for any of anybody who does have pets. I know for myself, like I do travel and I have my little baby. So making sure that she's okay, the care. So if anybody ever needs any pet services, Border Town Pets. Border Town Pets, shout out. So uh, oh, one of my biggest lessons was probably just, you know, just do it. Just, just do, do it. it. Just fucking do it. Like just um make Going it for it. Like, like okay, like you really want to make this happen. This is really your passion. This is really something that you see yourself doing. This is really something that you see that is going to bring you success and it's going to bring you that generational work like wealth and it's going to bring you just more security in yourself and it's going like it's really what you want to do and you do it and it doesn't end up being the what you wanted to do. You learned right yeah. and if it does end up being what you wanted to do just do it like just do fucking it do it just take that leap pretty yeah. much just and it's so funny because i i love how i've been saying that quote so much it's so funny but it's not funny um i listen to russ a lot yeah russ, you do and i love him and he has this book that's called it's all in your head literally my last question was your favorite book and why and i know you've you've, you've, you've recommended russ. that one yes so it's all in your head by russ I mean, the title is everything. Like, it is literally on in your head. If you believe in yourself and if you truly, like, you have to be your biggest fan, period. Like, and you're going to make it happen. And it yeah. comes back to what we were talking about earlier today. You know, yeah. determination and discipline and making it happen and working for your dream and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I have always been into animals. Like, I used to be in vet school in Mexico and that's what I wanted to do. 
because I love the science behind it. And then also I just like animals. And I was that little girl, you know, fucking seven years old. I was like, I'm going to be a vet when I'm older. I love that. And I, you know, went ahead with that dream and it worked out so well, but I didn't graduate because I had to move to Laredo. And uh, I I just... uh, I st- and actually this idea was my mom's at the beginning. She was like, well, why don't you take care of animals? And I was like, mom, how am I supposed to take care of animals? Like, I'm working. And she's like, well, I can help you and we can just do it. And as I started doing it, it's not just taking care of animals. It's also like the customer service and it's also talking to people and it's also reassuring other people. And it's... That you can take yeah, care of Yeah. And I have... Yes. And I have so much experience with it. Like, I'm CPR and like first aid. I saw that. Yeah. You medicine to the pets yes. needed. So I used to work at a vet clinic and at the vet clinic, I learned a lot of things that maybe I wouldn't have, you know, have access to in a, in a normal environment. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because whenever I, this is actually funny. Whenever I actually was in Mexico and I started working at that vet clinic, my major was international business. Like it was business. And I worked at the clinic just because, you know, I was like on a sabbatical and I had a couple of months and I was like, I'm just going to work here because it's close to home. It was literally like a block away from my house. I could walk to work. And I was like, I'm just going to do this because I can. And because, you know, I just want to be here. So I started working there and I remember the vet telling me like, you have a gift and you are literally going to change your major and i was like no i'm not like i'm not like i have given away that like you know dream of being a vet and i just don't need to do that anymore so i'm gonna go into business but i'm here to help as much as i can right two weeks in i changed my major two weeks in i was like this is what i want to do like i want to take care of animals i want to be there i want to you know because i have such a gift for it and i just feel like it's such a natural thing that comes to me yeah and whenever i moved to laredo that i wasn't able to like continue vet studies i started taking your anatomos and that kind of that 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 would right that right there was kind of like my outlet yeah you know like i just i just really liked it and then i also have two dogs of my own and a cat and I do a lot of fostering and I try to like adopt out these animals and like I try to, you know, just just do my part when it comes to like the rescuing these part stuff, these yeah, of, yeah. of animals. And I have gone into like dog training seminars and like workshops and that I that I honestly just did for like my own animals because I wanted them to be okay, you know. Yeah. And I have big dogs. I know so, I listened to one of your one of your podcasts where you had like someone and you David. specialized on like David dog Turpac. training and stuff. Yes. So I loved it because I do have a pet and a lot of people when they get pets, honestly I feel like they don't realize the amount of work and responsibility that these pets are. Even like them getting sick and like them having their own their own need to be met like sometimes like my dog right now she has like a little toothache so i'm making sure that she's having her own meals because she can eat regular stuff so it does take a lot i do recommend you guys if you do have pets you're gonna make sure you're doing the best for your pets like listen to that episode having an animal i always say that having an animal is literally like having another child i was gonna say so okay that is very true in some sense when i didn't have a kid i definitely would throw that out a lot of my queen i would be like that's been there like you're kidding (laughs) but in a sense it is in a it is a lot of responsibility having, having a pet, pet. it yeah. is not an easy thing the only difference is that with a pet you can actually take 
you can leave for a couple hours, go get groceries, go. That's literally what I say. You know what I'm saying? Like with a kid, you can't do that shit. The only difference between you and me, Mama, is that I can actually leave my dogs at home and come back in a couple of hours. But it is a big responsibility, and you do have to make sure they're okay. They're eating. They're being taken out. They they are a huge responsibility. Our people don't take that serious. Um, But yeah, I feel like that also has to be a lot of like like culture. So I was raised in like Mexican culture, and I was raised with you know animals are just animals and they can be replaced yeah and yes but no No, right you know like i don't Don't see my i don't see my and and that's the thing i also don't like there's a word it's like an anthropomorphism or something like that when you when you make your animals and you treat them like actual human beings like i am completely aware that my animals are animals and they have different necessities than what i do yeah. right they're right. not an actual kid yeah the only thing that there are still a responsibility yeah dude. and it has, taken a, it, has to, it has taken me a little bit to like actually deal with it because i am so i am that person that it's like oh my god i have this dog that's a neat i was like i'll adopt him yeah. i will literally take him in but i don't have the time the space, or the yeah. money or I know. the space because it or, is like, a lot because it is another responsibility like yeah, literally dude. is another child so yep. Something that I do like to like really emphasize when it comes to like actually giving this service to like my clients. Um, I always like to do meet and greets because you meet me and you see my personality and you, you know, vibe with me. And sometimes your animal will vibe with me and sometimes they won't. Like sometimes your your dog will literally just be like no. Have its own person. Like I don't like this chick, and it comes down to how you have trained your animal. My my dogs are very easy to care for. Very very easy. They need to go out maybe twice a day, and they're also adult animals, which means they don't know that yeah no like they don't constantly need to be like being like played with or like they are they can are more yeah they they can be they can be very needy like my cat loves like it's so funny because um one of my 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 roommate's sibling like her brother jerry he was he actually met my cat when she was younger like at this apartment we used to have and then now he just saw her again and i was like oh yeah you remember stella my cat and she and he was like Oh yeah, the cat's like a dog, right? Like, and I was like, "What? Yeah, kind of." Because she's like super lovey-dovey. She wants to go outside. She wants to be like, you know, in medio torpedo. Like, she's super social. She loves everyone. Obviously, she plays a little bit rougher than like some people do with. Because some people are very afraid of cats. But she was raised with my dogs. I had her since she was maybe like five weeks old. So she was raised with my big dogs. Yeah. So she's not afraid of everyone, like anyone. Like she doesn't go, fuck. She will literally encounter like bigger dogs that I take care of. And some dogs want to play with her and some dogs are kind of afraid of her and some dogs want to chase her. And she's definitely always that cat to be like, no. Like, like you're, you're not, not gonna, gonna chase me. You're not gonna and then they'll be like, oh shit. <laughs> like, oh fuck. Like this cat is real strong. And um I always make sure that I'm safe, you know, like certain dogs. Like for example, my my boyfriend's dog, she has a thing for cats and she's like chased cats before and she's like killed cats before so obviously i'm always safe about that and you do like a slow introduction and like i'm very aware of what you can do and what you can't do 
and I just won't force it. Like, if yeah. your dog doesn't want to be that, like, super social golden retriever that wants to go up to everyone and talk to everyone and, like, yeah. be, play with it, like, I'm not going to force your dog to do that. And yeah. I feel like a lot of daycares and a lot of boarding facilities just, they're like, oh, it's fine. I'll make your dog social. But I don't feel like I need to make your dog do absolutely anything. I love that you like, I want to make your dog be comfortable. comfortable. Right. And I want you to be feel comfortable. And I don't want this to be a stressful situation for your I dog. I love that. You know, so yeah. that's definitely something that I always try to like talk to my clients about. And just the idea of like, I'm, I am so scared of like leaving my dogs just anywhere and for them to be like mistreated. Yeah. So you so, have that level of compassion. Yes, for the so people. it's like, I don't want your dog to feel this way. And I will be completely honest with you. Yeah. And I, um, it looks like you'll go the extra mile just to make sure they're comfortable. Yes, and they know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. And if your dog doesn't like being outside, I will not force your dog to be outside. And yeah. if your dog doesn't like being in a kennel, you know, I will make it as easy as I can for the transition because right. I do use kennels because yes. for me, it's safer. I know. I've, you know? I've heard that. And to be honest, like that's something that I really took into consideration because my dog doesn't have a kennel. But but it is something to have because like you said, to be just more for them yes. and for the people. If yeah, you to be people, safe. To right. be safe. And honestly, Listen to it's a new environment. Your dog is obviously going to have different attitudes than what it may have at home. Yeah. And uh, and this is also, it, it's helpful when you take them places, when you're traveling, yeah. and, you know, so yeah. It's easier. It's easier. It makes the transition a little bit easier. So I'm a big fan of kennels. I do not kennel my dogs like 24 hours a day. They're usually out. There's a really big, like, really, really 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 huge gap in their life where they never even used a kennel but i like them to have that training just in, training. in case yeah i feel safer like yeah. i feel safe knowing that they are able to be in a kennel and, and just they know how not to feel have comfortable to, there dude just recently one of my dogs his name is tiger and he's like 64 pounds and he ate 80 chocolates oh no 80 chocolates 80 milk chocolates because dark chocolate usually just gives your dog diarrhea but milk chocolate is the one that poisons them oh and literally kills up. No, do I have heard yes. that? Yes, homeboy ate a whole box of like eighty chocolates. I'm I'm not even shitting you right so now. So what, like, what happened after the so eighty? So my mom told me because they were at my mom's because okay. we were in Laredo, and my mom was like, "Oh my god, he ate so many chocolates, he's gonna die!" Dude, I like my mom felt, too. My mom was like having an anxiety attack because he was like, "He's gonna fucking die," and he was in my care. I know. and I was like, "Okay." We need to be a little bit relaxed about the situation. What can we do? So I have a couple of friends that are, because also this happened during like Christmas time. So, you know, in Laredo, there's no emergency, no, like dude, fucking diets or anything like that. So it was very like, you either cross him, you bring, you bring him to San Antonio or like, what are you going to do? So I have a lot of friends that are like vet techs. I have a lot of friends that are vets. Nice. So I definitely reached out and I was like, what can I do now today? Right now at fucking 9 p.m. That I know some my dog ate all of these fucking chocolates. What can I do? And they were like, um, do this, this and this and this. So I started doing that and I was monitoring him and I was doing this and that. And I was making sure that he was and he's completely fine a week later. Um, the only thing is that it was panic. It was a panic at the moment. And oh, honestly, yeah, I was ready to drop $2,000 over like his I hair. Know, just Do I have good. that money? No, no, I don't have that money. I know, girl. But, you know, you have to get the service done. You yeah. have to need it. You, you you were just in an emergency. Yeah, we love your So dog. I was like, I'm, you know, ni modo. Ni modo. Like, I fucking have to do it. But, you know, homeboy was completely fine. He was literally just like staring at me. Just like, ah, he's good. Oh, my like, God. Oh my god, those those chalk and chocolates were so great. Like, <laughs> bitch, no. Dude, it's so funny you say that because like my my tia también she had her, she has a little uh, schnauzer and he ate 
a bar of chocolate and they were panicking they literally got in the car they were like let's go and they were literally driving and she was like i was driving like crazy that the dog ended up like that at first he was like shaking and like she was driving like crazy dog threw up and was all happy afterwards and like they went home nothing happened but yeah so it's scary it's so scary but usually your dog will like like what you want them to do is to puke it out yeah. So probably the car ride was what made him yeah. nauseous yeah, and yeah. was like, bleh, like yeah. he puked out a whole That's thing. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> but my dog ate 80 chocolates. Like literally, Dude, it, crazy. Was, it was a, it was a constant. Who had vomiting. 80 chocolates at that point? <laughs> I oh, okay. So it's because. <laughs> That's funny. So it's because my mom had them because she was gonna give them to one of my tias as like a as like a Christmas, Christmas gift. Yeah. yeah. So she had like a huge box of like Dude, twenty chocolates like- per like tray, and he has a gift. He has a gift that he can <laughs> smell anything anything and he will find it and he will open it and he will and and he's so careful at opening it too like he will you know take the cover off take out the plastic take off the plastic without ripping the plastic and he will eat all the chocolates and he will not eat the tray he will only eat the chocolates like dude oh my god like i swear to god it was like i was giving him every chocolate like that's how clean the open of every tray was it was horrible it was horrible it's a really definitely like a really paranoid experience because he's also five years old he's a little bit older and you know old like bigger dogs last longer less less than like smaller dogs yeah so it was it was like now i I can tell it as a joke but at the time it was very it was like yeah i can imagine but also the training that like you know i have with like emergency and like that and like like it it, it definitely helped me stay calm yeah and be able to do what i had to do right so again that comes back to like the service that i want to provide to like all these people that have their dogs and are not completely sure about and i've I've heard so many so many scary stories like so many terror stories about like how they left their dog with like someone else and like they their dogs didn't eat or which is kind of normal for the dogs not, not to eat, eat in the environment yeah. Before, yeah but um th- like their dogs being neglected and their dogs like not going out and their dogs like smelling like pee and their dogs yeah. like like i've i've literally heard it all seen it all and it's very scary so i really tried to make sure that i am telling you josina your dog is being a piece of shit it's not working out but you know she's safe she's okay she's still eating yeah you know she just you know bit my hand like Dang, and, and, I that be, and i will no it hasn't happened well to that extent it has not happened but it happened to me once that one of the dogs got out of through my gate and he oh. went to go play with the strays oh outside my no. house yes he did he did and he was such a he was such a good dog. He just got out through the gate yeah, and he, he like went to go play. And then I opened like the front gate and I was like, "Get your ass in here!" <laughs> and he was just like, <laughs> you know, happy. like super happy, like, "Oh my god, I had to play such a long time outside!" <laughs> like, I'm so happy. And I told the owner, I was like, "Hey, just so you know, like your dog got out. Like I checked yeah. him." He wasn't hurt. I didn't see anything. He's just really tired. And he knocked the fuck out in his kennel. Yeah. He was just like, to like, after yes, so he's like, Tam, that was a really great workout. That's and so funny because I get like, I get uh, reports for my son throughout the day. And it literally feels like that. Like you're giving them reports yeah, on how they're and, doing. And you and have stuff. to do the good and the bad. Like, yeah, also, dude, like, for sure. I had a dog sure. that we had a lot of co- cats around, like where I had her. And it was like. You know, is your is your dog on flea and tick prevention? And like, yes. And like, okay, fine, because there's a lot of cats. And like, you know, I would just recommend for you to check her. I checked her. I couldn't see anything, but I just wanted to let you know. And then there yeah. was another situation where it was like, um, your dog had, you know, like 
a, a comeback of like he not not being very potty trained so they started peeing in the kennel so i made sure that i cleaned the bed but she may smell a little bit like pee even though i showered her and they're like okay you, well actually you know she wasn't ever potty trained and i was like yeah. whoa well, thanks for letting me know letting you know right? yeah. yeah yeah so i do always try to be as transparent as i can just because i feel like it's what sure. I owe them, you know? Like, yeah, and it, I'm, it's what it's what you deserve as a pet parent or you and know, it's your awesome parent, that you know? you know these things because I feel like sometimes these people might not even be aware of the of like certain things that have to yeah. be done. So it's good to have someone like that can also educate you with yeah. like what you can do with your pet and, and like, I'm always super open to like because I have a lot of people that are like, So I've been having a lot of trouble kenneling him. What do you think I should do before? Kind of help our state. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, honestly, you know, try feeding him in the kennel, try leaving the kennel open, putting a little bed in there for him to like start feeling yeah, a little bit comfortable to like, go walk in. in, come out, and not feel necessarily like scared of trapped it. Trapped, right. you know? Yeah. So it's definitely hurt. It's definitely helped. I had this um, Australian Shepherd that she was not kennel trained. She hated being in her kennel. Like she would cry all day. She would destroy anything in the kennel. And the first day that I had her, I introduced it to her in a positive way, right? Like I gave her treats. I didn't even lock the door. Like I was just like, come in and come out whenever you want to do. And the first day, I kid you not, she just grabbed her toy and she went, went into in her kennel and she was just in her kennel playing. Nice. And, and the door was open, but she just she just went in there because it was such a positive and she didn't feel forced yes. dude and i i feel the same way about kids to be honest with you like with my son like let's just say medicine if they feel forced oh they're gonna resist yeah. it's such an unpleasant feeling but when they feel like they're like i empower him i'm like oh my god you're such a big boy like oh my god you can do this on your own you've done this Yay. before he feels Go dude dude yeah and he hates it he's like and he'll make this face and then he's like all proud like I did that like you know Period. so he feels so empowered yeah. but I didn't force him and I like recently my my nephew got sick and I was telling my sister she's like oh the medicine dude she's like I don't I hope he doesn't resist and I was just telling her like if it feels forced like just as long as it takes for you be patient like let him feel like it's make him feel empowered because when they feel forced it's like that resistance like you don't feel good doing it you know so yeah I get that that's something like, yeah yeah it, and it's so funny that you say that because I always say like when you're training a kid, I mean, when I train my dogs, I do this and this and the end. So people are so resistant to it. They're like, well, my kid is not a dog. And I was like, I understand it's not a dog. But at the same time, you're still guiding the same yeah, type of like, you know, like people. And ease them into whatever, who, yeah. whether it's a dog or, 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 I mean, even like I said, with Seva, it's como my son. I've always said, like, as long as he feels empowered, I don't want him to feel forced. But there is times where, like, let's say he doesn't want to get in the shower. I'm like, boy, you got five minutes to get it together because you got a shower, <laughs> boy. There will be times, though, where I'm like, okay, una vez al año no le hace nada del daño, no te quiero dañar, pues la chingada. You know, like, I'm not, you got to learn to pick your battles, yeah, too, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you do. You do have to learn to pick your battles. Your battles. Sometimes I let that go. I completely agree with that one. One, I do have one last question. What? Um, Whether it's for you or, because I know you're in a relationship, so you can say it like in a partner, but what, I guess what would be either your your green flag, your red flag, or what do you see in another person as a green flag or red flag? Sheesh. Okay. Um, a red flag. I feel like is definitely someone that wants to control you and doesn't let you be the person that you want to be. Yeah, it's a, good a one. green flag. I always want to say that it's someone that does support you and gives you the freedom of making your own mistakes and not necessarily making you feel bad for Finishing. them. 
yeah i feel like that's a really big thing i have definitely had very much like a lot of up and downs in my relationship as i mentioned earlier today uh we like broke up for like you know a couple of weeks and then we got back together and it was because we decided to be together and because we both committed to putting in the time time and and the work work and i don't feel i don't feel like you should feel bad if you just don't want to be there you know like you should be completely honest and in a lot of situations you don't feel like you can be honest and i feel like if you don't have trust if you don't feel like that person is also committing for you what like you're you know compromising i guess is the correct word yeah um you you know you know you you maybe shouldn't be there yeah and especially i feel like it builds resist um it builds like resentment when you feel like you're constantly compromising so at the end of the day it's like you said you gave each other that space it's important you know to realize like do i want to and it's important to be like i do want to put in the work or i may be like hey it just isn't for me so it's really space is necessary and it's very important i feel like uh being your own person is a very big part of being in a successful relationship because yep this person is not supposed to just make Make you you. happy you're supposed to be happy on your own and then share they build yeah and make yeah and share experiences like yeah i definitely agree with that so i feel like a really big red flag is whenever people want to start controlling you that's something that i do not feel like i could ever truly like just be okay with and another huge red flag is aggression of course like i could not be with someone that Gets shows that. aggression yeah very, when you're very, trying to just and you know like physical aggression is something that i just feel like i could never ever deal with like yeah. i just i would not be able to be with someone or trust that person if i know that if i do something or if oh, i make a mistake like what they're gonna do is like get mad and like maybe even to the point like where you, you know hate me or like or, you know yeah. stuff like that so well yeah i mean and it doesn't even have to be like it doesn't have to get physical but when they shame you you can't even make you feel like you can't even make a mistake like what the fuck we're all human so that's exactly. very yeah, important yeah you definitely have to be with someone that I mean, you feel each, comfortable each person making- has, you know, their own ideal relationship and stuff like that. But I feel like someone that you trust, someone that makes you feel comfortable, someone that makes you feel just just like that comfort of like I like you said, like someone that is able to take care of you. And I feel like that's something that's just I love important. that. I love that. So I'm like, I'm not in a relationship, but I do know what I want for myself and it's that like it definitely is at me feeling comfortable and like we're not perfect so I definitely don't like I do have my expectations but I also know that we cannot change and be a better person and and it just takes like that commitment so yeah those are really really good things really good red flags and and a green flag like emotional maturity someone who can tell you like this this bothered me and I'm not okay so I'm going to take my time and like kind of figure that out. And sometimes like you do not that you have to compromise, but sometimes you do have to hear the person out and hear them for what made me made maybe made them feel uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. It goes both ways. Yeah. It goes both ways. Like we have our traumas and then they also have their traumas yeah. and you need to make sure that you compromise. It's a that's level of compassion yeah, too, that, you know, that, like, yeah, that they're, they're going to put in the work, but you're giving them that space to like put in the work and giving them the time to like, but and also it comes with time like that like them proving themselves that they're changing only comes with you trusting and giving mm-hmm. them that time giving the giving them the opportunity to prove themselves i want to say it's like a really big part yeah yeah it's it's and to be honest 
like me that I'm not in a relationship, I know for myself that it's just a risk that anyone takes. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't be mad at yourself for taking a risk. It's like you have to allow yourself to be loved and to give love. And if it doesn't work out, just allow it to just let it appreciate for what it was. So I have never been jealous type never been a jealous girlfriend i have never i been love a controlling that girlfriend You've, i have never been you can tell you're very secure within yeah, yourself so, and and it's and not so, a lot of girls do like, yeah I'm, so yeah. Uh, a lot of girls you know are like why are you messaging bitches why are you like you know, going I've through seen, i know dude very i have I, vibes. no i have friends that i'm like damn like you know hats off to you bitch like you're insane like but you very like you really like you go through their shit, you find all of these oh, different yeah. ways no, to like go that. through their stuff and all of these different ways to I like. I feel like that's not healthy though. Like, no, come on, I don't person think it's healthy. Me. I don't think it's healthy, but I have Tr- never been ever, ever since like even You've never even, been that even person. whenever I was like really young and like I started like my first official serious relationship was whenever I was seventeen. Right. I, I dated uh, this man that I was with him for about a year and he taught me so much of it. Like I lost my virginity to him and like all of these different things. Right. And I was never the jealous person. Like I never, 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 never was. And I'll, and people would always come to me and be like, aren't you afraid of like people just being la cara pendeja or like, you know, just just like embarrassing you. And I was like, no, because they're not embarrassing me. They're embarrassing themselves. Like. I am all of, I am all of these great and amazing things. Yeah. And if you really decide that you don't want to be with me and you really want to cheat on me like that or you want to be disrespectful to our relationship in that way, you're I'm not doing that to myself. You're doing that to our relationship. So technically, you're the one that looks pretty bad because you're not able to respect our relationship in that way. You're not be able to be like honest. You can't even communicate with your partner. Yeah, like you happy. can't even be like, you know what, Marlene, I'm Anyone? not feeling it. Yeah. I, I kind of really like this girl. And I, I do not think like to my knowledge, I have never been cheated on to my knowledge. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't care to know if I was or if I wasn't just yeah. because I know I gave all of my part and I know I gave all of everything I can do. And if it just didn't work out, it just didn't work out. And then yeah. we ended up breaking up. And then, and I feel like every single one of my breakups was a very like, just reciprocate kind of like breakup where it was, it was a, like, it was you decided, letting, yeah, like we both decided to kind of let that. go. And then in my past relationship or like my current relationship, we like broke up. And at the same time, we kind of, you know, did like some just petty shit to each other. And then at the same time, we gave her space and then I didn't hate him. He didn't hate on me. But we just hurt each other in like the same yeah. way. And dude, I was gonna say like I I can. But we got to, over it, right? Yeah. Like we came back, we talked about it. We were like, I really want to be with you. I really want to be with you. Like, okay, I know I did this and this and this wrong. I definitely want to like fix this and this and this. And he's like, well, I did this and this and this wrong. I want to fix this and this. and and you just compromise. It's compromise the, and you make it work. Period. Yeah, and to be honest with you, like it takes self awareness. The fact that you were both being able to be like, look, I did this wrong and I want to change it. Because to be honest with you, like. I have I have definitely been on the other spectrum where I'm like looking through the phone and to be honest it's not pleasant like I now know for myself that's not the way I'm gonna fucking that's, have a that's relationship not ha- that's not that's sis. not what if, I want to me, go ahead and do anyone any girl right now who is like scared of or not scared but like if you really are doubting your man like leave him leave him evaluate yourself it is 
it's not okay it's not okay for you i feel like every woman should feel secure in herself if if you feel insecure you can do some work but if your man can give you some reassurance he should be able to but if he's making you doubt yourself it's time to like let go of it and because a man should definitely not like and it, and it, it doesn't even go just for men like also ways. women like per- if yeah. you're if you're the male in the relationship and you feel like your girlfriend is doing you wrong you know, you're also very much worth the and fact that you 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 want to have this love back and you want to have and like it happens in every relationship because obviously it's not just girl and boy relationship, but it's girl and girl, it's boy and boy. It's Her, like, yeah. you yeah. know, non-binary, all of, you know, all of the above. Yeah. And if you if you feel like your partner is not giving you that reassurance yeah, that and reassurance. that respect yeah. and that appreciation that you know you deserve and you have already communicated because again, it, it has to do have, a lot with communicating. Yes, ladies, please let them know. Or guys, let them know. Like, hey, I feel like maybe we haven't spent some time. Like, I feel like I've, maybe our time has been neglected. Like, I feel not... Like, there's. I just want to get back to where we were. Exactly. Listen to them. Like, don't take it as an offense. Don't. And it, and if they are, that's a big problem. Like, I feel like your partner should be okay with listening when you're not when you're not happy. Si no es ahí, no es ahí, period. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's it's a it. tough combo, dude. Like, that's why I say relationships are work. Period. They are. Yeah. They are. It's like a whole other job. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's why <laughs> I'm is, like... It is, but what? I mean, I feel like every relationship is kind of like that. Like, your relationship with yourself is the same thing. Your relationship yes. with your parents, your relationship with your friends, yes. your relationship with your siblings. It's not going to be at work With your kid. It's not like, going to be perfect. It, it, all, it all takes work. Yeah. Time, patience. Well, Josina, we have been at this for almost two hours. Can you believe that? This, this is like your longest episode. Yeah, it is, dude. I love this. I'm so thankful, so appreciative. It was such a good conversation. I loved having this conversation with you. I feel like it's Same. something that long overdue, right? Yes, We've dude, been trying to make this happen you, for like the longest time. I was telling you that I kind of like manifested this because I, I hadn't had friends who did a podcast and I'm like, okay, like maybe we can do one. And for am a while, I, am I your first guest? It is. Dude. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's so I true. I feel so honored right now. Me too. Thank lie. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I feel so honored right now that I am, you know, on journey with Josina and I'm Me too for with myself. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm super thankful. Like I said, it was something that I like truly manifested. So like I was fucking pumped to do this and I'm really excited. It was a really good conversation. We it's did. And so a really, really, <laughs> really big shout out to Josina waiting for me two hours. I am probably the most dude most impunctual person i'm a single mom i know i'm like the per- the worst i like get to every event either an hour late pero pues llegamos y and that's all that you know matters. you make it happen yeah <laughs> one way or another you're trying to make it happen yeah no so i mean you know big shout out and thank you so much for thank having you, me on oh my god podcast. and then she gave me she gave me flowers i'm so thankful for you I girl did. and, and thank flowers. you for just being you because i've told you like um like even some some of the posts that you post really like hit me sometimes that I really need to hear it and just your energy your being your podcast sometimes like even when I and listen that, to it, that's, it motivates and that's where stars. that's where my medium part comes in like yeah like sometimes and it's it's so weird because sometimes I'll have friends on and then I, I mean not necessarily on the podcast but like I'll talk to friends mm-hmm. and they'll be like damn like I really feel like I needed to hear that and yeah. I was like I'm just the conduct man like yeah. I'm, like I am preaching whatever like the universe is telling me to yeah. tell you, you know? and that's I honestly give you props and shout out because anyone who has the balls to just speak for what they feel sometimes the world has a tendency of like 
either shaming you or like giving a la contra like giving you just yes. a different way of like thinking and it's okay like it's good to have different opinions but it takes a lot to put yourself out there give you your perspective and to because there is a lot of judgmental people but um it takes a lot so i appreciate you anyone who is trying to be on a better path of like just doing something for themselves you know do do something for you and whatever makes you feel you but again for also i want to say like follow accounts that make you feel good that's like marlene to me you'd like i follow you and anything that you do i'm like i, I feel it like i can definitely relate to a lot of things just today you shared a couple things that i was like okay stop but, i'm so, gonna yeah, start was a, crying it was a good conversation just thank i you loved again. being on and i loved being here and i love having this conversation and we definitely went a little bit over than you know what we planned we had gonna we were probably gonna go for like an hour and, and we can go for more but i we can go for more but we definitely need to like cut it off a little bit yeah. and you know keep you all intrigued and you we know can make do a this little like check it was a very long combo, <laughs> we can do a little second part and i mean i just want to say thank you you know yeah. thank you for thank you know you. having me on and like talking about me so we're just gonna go ahead and close this off already yeah thank you guys have a good one have a good blessed day